All right, and live from Thunderbird Radio Hell, we have a rock and roll band. Next week, it's going to be Jumbo Cross, and in from Victoria, from Victoria Closet Man. And we just had uh, some sitar music, right? Right. And we had Joey before that. Right. And you are? Cub. Okay, Cub, play the blue. Oh, you're live right now, aren't you? I think so. You're playing live. Live. Live from Thunderbird Radio Hell. Okay, Cub, play. Oh, uh, who's in Cub? Uh, Robin's in Cub, and Valeria's in Cub, and Lisa's in Cub. Okay, Cub, play the blues. This song's called Chico. One, two, three, four. Take a bite, shut your eyes, cross your heart. Hypnotize me, turn a card, comb your hair, lick a stamp, flying somewhere. And then the light comes in, every day with Chico, every day with Chico, every day with Chico. Before I forget to mention it, we're going to be playing at Zulu Records live in store on um, the 16th of October. So we hope to see you there. It's going to be at 4.30 p.m. And we're going to have records and T-shirts, and we'll be signing autographs for all you <laughs> collectors out there. And you're listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And it's time now for the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show on CITR F102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And right now, who do we have in the studio right now? Robin Awada. Who are you, Robin Awada? Well, Robin Awada. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, what did for, we just okay, Formerly of Cub. And I am Spoonbender. Please explain to the people right now, what did we hear? What are you doing today? And where the hell have you been? <laughs> uh, we just heard Cub playing live on CITR. How many years ago? Like 27 years ago? Something like that? 1992. Yes. With you, Robin, on the guitar. Yeah, that was me. Because <laughs> I was in Cub. Woo. And also in Cub was? Lisa Marr. And Valeria Fellini. And later on, Valera, Lisa G. Yeah. So she said Lisa is here, but Lisa really wasn't there, but she kind of was there. Psychically. And what did we hear right off the bat? We heard me introing you guys playing Cub on CITR's Live from Thunderbird Radio Hell. (laughs) In 19, was that 27 years ago? But not in this location of CITR, right? No, it wasn't. It was in the old Student Union building at UBC which we just visited, and it's been totally transformed. It's very dis- disorienting for me. So, And people can see the old location of CITR. What will they see of the old location of CITR? Windows. 
And also, if they look really closely, they will see a classroom where Iggy Pop played and Ramones played and the butthole surfers. What do you remember about the sub ballroom at CITR? You know, across the street. Mud Honey. Mud Honey. Yeah. <laughs> who played in 1990 at the sub ballroom. And you're listening to the Nardwar the Human Survey at Radio Show. And today, Robin, you've brought in a whole bunch of tunes. Yes. Well, actually, you unearthed the tunes. Because many years ago, I gave you a big bag of 7-inch records that were just sitting around languishing in my closet. And I thought, Nardwar could use these. And it appears you haven't used them because they're in the same bag they were in back then. But Yes, I have yeah. used them because I returned them <laughs> to the bag. Oh, yes, okay. I have played them on CITR, but also you eBayed the really rare well, yeah, ones. Of course. But there was one Nirvana one, which we're not sure if is rare or not, but I think I eBayed it and so did you, and it wasn't really <laughs> we like, that no, rare. Nobody wants but, this record. But that's exactly what CITR stands for, playing the underdog, playing the bands you don't usually hear. So we have a whole bunch of stuff from Nard's Bag 07 Inches, used to be your bag, right. oh, seven inches, <laughs> when you actually did a radio show on CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You also played in the band Cub. Yes. Who actually are playing at Zulu Records? What we're hearing right there, Lisa was mentioning Zulu Records on October you know, 16th. I don't even remember playing at Zulu Records. There's an in-store, one of your first yeah. gigs. You don't remember that at all. But... Yeah, vaguely. It was like downstairs in the old location. That was 1869 West... Sorry, it's not an ad. It's not an ad. Um, Yeah, when it was in a very old building further down on 4th. And Lisa promoted that gig. Yeah. One of your first gigs very early in the Cub career. Correct. I noticed that it's been downloaded 12 times. (laughs) If anybody wants to download that Ooh, performance, they can check CITR yeah. audio tapes and they the can download us. that. It's probably the five of us who downloaded it twice and a half or something. Ba ba boom on that. However, I'm kind of downplaying Nard's bag of seven inches, which used to be your bag of seven inches. And you had an incredible selection of seven inches. Why? Why did you have an incredible selection of seven inches? Oh, because I used to really love vinyl. And um, I had a radio show on CITR called Hanford Nuclear Pizza Pie. Let's hear, actually, right now, a promo from you doing... Hand for Nuclear Pizza Pie wasn't really you, but it was some of the music that you played on CITR. What what era of CITR was this? What era? Was it 89? So I'm a, guessing. So a lot of stuff we're hearing today could possibly have been played on your show yeah, over the years. Yeah, it's circa 89 to maybe 91. And where did you buy most of these 7-inches? Well, it was actually a Pacific Northwest-focused show. So whenever my brother and I would go down to Washington, we would go shopping and gather up as many seven inches as I could find. Like from Follow Records, Cellophane Square? Follow where all where do you remember? All aren't around anymore, sadly. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. So here is Hanford Nuclear Pizza Pie, a little promo for the Seattle action, the Northwest action of the Hanford with guest DJ. Robin Iwata. And now here's Girl Trouble. <laughs> Everybody's talking about the big world's fair in Seattle. Hey! 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 I wonder why I do the things I do. 
Go-karts, man! Go, go, go! With Rowena! For the Hanford Nuclear Pizza Pie Show, Wednesdays, 6 to 7, on CITR. Everybody's on, are you? M-A-N-E-I-M-O That's how you spell the Nymo Would you welcome the Sonics? I'm a fireball, I'm a fireball, I'm a fireball, yes I am now! I'm a loyal hockey fan, I love the Vancouver Canucks. Rowena! <laughs> yeah. Rowena, Robin, what's going on there? That was my name on air. And uh, oh, oh, thank you for making that PSA for me or that promo for me because you know what? That was some snazzy, sharp editing on tape. But it wasn't the only promo that you had done. You had another one. Come see the USA in my Chevrolet. What? Explain Not that an one. Ad. Yeah, because that one didn't mention the time of the show, the no, name of the show, was, or anything. It was. It a- was just this very general um, promo that Bill Baker did for me when he I think he was the traffic director production manager then too and that's why oh, I didn't yeah. include it but I yeah. didn't realize that was the joke it was just a generic yeah. come see the USA in my Chevrolet no speaking actually <laughs> of Bill Baker speaking of the man known as Bill Baker he actually during production he put on quite a few excellent carts in fact me and Bill oftentimes had a competition who would do the best carts at Seattle and Bill what is Bill's role in your life really good friend well mint records can you explain <laughs> well friends come first it- well, records come first, <laughs> because if you have friends, you don't get yeah. the records. Your yeah. friends get the records. He, he was one half of Mint Records back in the day, and uh, they were hugely, hugely instrumental in helping the Cub go. And they're still around today. Yes, exactly. Jay Arner still rocking. <laughs> and this is Bill Baker and the show Expo 66. Could you give a bit of background? There was Expo 67, which was a real event. But of course, Bill liked to call it Expo 66. Because that was when they were born. My brother and Randy were, my brother Randy and Bill Baker were born in 66. Oh no! I thought they were just trying to be different. Like it was Expo 67, but we were calling it 66 just to be different. Well, I don't know if they were just trying to be, I don't know their impetus for it, so. I'm just you saying. You ruined everything. I'm oh, sorry. no. I thought oh. it. Oh, Am but, I off the show? <laughs> uh, no. Here is Bill Baker. Again, his role in your life, Mint Records, a good friend of yes. yours. This is Bill Baker doing an Expo 66 promo on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show with special guest DJ. Robin Iwata. Hi there. This is Dean Paul Kennedy. I'd like to remind you to... Uh, Join me every Friday afternoon here on CITR FM 102 at approximately 1.12 p.m. for my Cracker Jack radio program, Expo 86. Oh, damn. No matter how skilled or professional your announcing may become, you'll still have to cope with the old bugbear, the fluff or blooper. The fluff is usually of much more concern to the announcer than it is to the listener. Well, what I meant to say was... Join me, uh, oh, now I can't. Join me, what was it? 
Expo 66, Fridays, 1.12 p.m., CITR. Uh, join me. Damn. And this is your life, Robin Awada. <laughs> Robin Awada. And you volunteered at CITR starting age 16? Almost, yeah, around there. Well, Randy came to CITR first. And then I followed Your him. brother, Randy. My brother, Randy, yes. I followed him out here to the radio station um, after I graduated from uh, somewhere. <laughs> and I have been saying you did a whole bunch of stuff at CITR, but I was totally wrong. You're just rattling off every single position, but I didn't, I wasn't every single position. I, I wasn't in the news department. I wasn't the program director. Um, what else? I wasn't the station manager. I was the music director, and I was the president, and some other a record librarian. Very important. And, Never forget the record librarian. And then you left CITR and did Cub. How did that work out? Like, was it at the same time you did Cub and CITR? How did that no, work out? No, no, no. They they didn't really overlap at all. It's just you know, I was here, and then I was working on Discorder magazine also. And then Lisa asked me to join Cub, and that kind of just took its own path. Now, Cub was interesting because it had the term cuddlecore, the term cuddlecore. Yes. What about it? Tell me about the origins <laughs> of the term cuddlecore. Because nobody seems to be able to get it correct. It was, it was, it was, um, came, come up with, I can't even talk now. Nicholas Bragg of Blaise Pascal early in the day and more recently Destroyer and also a bunch of his own stuff, Kid Champion, um, coined that term for Cub. Because he's awesome, and it really captured basically what we were, I think. And Nick was proud of that term, wasn't he? Of course. Like, he used that term, didn't he? Yeah, and then everybody else started using it and didn't remember that he was the one that came up with it and started saying, well, it's, you know, formed by somebody somewhere nowhere near us, like, not unrelated to Cub at all, but yeah. And Nick even used that term on C-I-T-R. Satan's cuddle core. 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 Satan's CITR presents Mint Recording Artist Cub and Simple Machines Recording Artist from San Francisco, the Mommy Head, Kid Champion, and Mark S. from Horsey. Saturday, October 2nd at the Anza Club, 3 West 8th at 8th in Ontario. For more information, call 874-9151. Sorry, no matter! Oh my God, I remember that show very vividly now because I threw up right before we took the stage. Why? I don't know. I just was suddenly got really, really sick. Where did you throw up? No, in the bathroom. I was very tidy about it. I didn't... So you weren't punk rock and no, throwing up on no, the stage? No, 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 or on the crowd or any of that. No, no, no. I just remembered like, oh, I feel very sick. Went to the bathroom, puked, came on stage, played. There you go. The mommy heads. But the mommy heads didn't actually show up that time because they couldn't get across the border or something. And so the ne'er-do-wells 
played instead. And that became a really close friendship between us. Cause, Paul Curran. Yeah, Paul Curran and Chris Imlay and Jess and... Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. I thought they only came up with Green Day the first time with no, Green no, Day. No, no, no. They came up to play. They came up. I, I don't know if they were touring together or what or how that happened, but they showed up instead of the mommy heads and we were just like, hi, who are you? And we just all hit it off. And they're, they're kind of, they were kind of like the smugglers of California. You know what I mean? They, were, they, they couldn't exist in the same space. Otherwise, they would cancel each other out because both of them had like Grant Lawrence and Chris Imlay who both believed they were Tin Tin. <laughs> Boom. That's a little bit of you know, a secret. I had no idea they had been to Vancouver before. And also, there was a phone number given out there. Oh. Whose phone number was that? I have uh, no maybe idea. Maybe Lisa's. Do you remember <laughs> giving your own phone number out? Never. I, I remember also for Cub, you had a gig like I think on a Wednesday night at the old Cruel Elephant or the Hungry Eye with Crayon, and it was packed. I thought the gig would bomb. It's like a Wednesday night, but it was packed. That was the beginning of Cub, wasn't but it? But that wasn't the one with Mechanormal, was it? No, it was like you headlining on like a Wednesday or Thursday night at the uh, Cruel Elephant or the Hungry Eye, and I thought it was hard. You know, hard doing a gig. Yeah, I don't week, think it was the Hungry Eye yet. So but it was, it was elephant, yeah. but it was a great gig. Like that was the begin. Would you say that was the beginning of Cub? Like the headline on a weekday and pack out the place. That is like every band guy's dream, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crayon. Yeah. No. It was. It was really, really awesome. And um, you know, it's, it's all. A lot of it gets a little fuzzy in the memory at this point, but every once in a while, things do pop out very vividly. So. And Nick. Did an amazing promo there, too, didn't he? I didn't know he did that. And also, basically, your entire song was played. Yeah, and, of course, didn't Dave Carswell come up with the Satan Sucks yes, line? Yes. I, I think it was misremembering Cantalibre or something like that or I, something like that. It was, it was a completely different song that he was remembering, and it became My Chinchilla. And he was one of your earlier drummers. Correct. We actually uh, played in an outdoor festival well, the smugglers actually allowed us to play with them at an outdoor festival. What was it Highland? High, high something fest in, in Alberta? Oh, um, Highwood. Highwood, yeah. And the smugglers, Grant said, you know what? You can play for the first, I don't know, was it five minutes or something of our set? And so we were just, we just totally gorilla it and, and jumped on stage for a few minutes. And people thought we were shown a knife, even though, you know, he's a guy and I'm, I'm Japanese, but Lisa's not Asian at all. And Dave's not Asian, obviously. So... We were we were shown a knife for that day, and I remember also you got some offers from Virgin Records after that performance in Highwood, mm. like you were ready to be signed. Do you remember that? No, were you acting as our agent, but <laughs> fielding actually, those queries? No, but Grant Lawrence was her tour manager. <laughs> oh, then wasn't he was. He? Oh, Grant, you're withholding. There wasn't her one tour. There was one tour. Grant and Dave were on. Oh yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Like half the smugglers. Yeah, which were on actually tour. was the, when we played with the Ne'er Do Wells some more. Yeah, boom. boom. <laughs> And right now, let's skip up a good chunk of years. We're going to hear right now, aside from your bag of seven inches, yeah. we're going to hear something by I Am Spoonbender. What is going on here with I Am Spoon? What are we going to hear? Well, this is from our uh, last release that came out, ooh, 2006, 2007, somewhere around there, maybe. I'm not sure. Called By Hidden Persuaders. Uh, this song is called Three Folded Words. And... In Cub, you're playing guitar. What are you doing on this? I'm Who, playing, what is the lineup of this band? Oh, this is this circa this time. It was Dustin Donaldson and me, and some other live performers. There was Drew, and um, 
my brain is just not working today. But you're the, the fr- Cook brothers of Dimesland were playing with us as well as our friend Matt and our friend Kevin. And it was it was a much bigger production when we played live. But and it's it a longer recording. song. Like yeah. at four thirty five <laughs> where the cop was like sixty seconds. Was that oh, a big yeah. transition you like for to stretch you? Stretch out and, and add a little more atmosphere. So here we go. I am Spoonabender mm-hmm. on CITR with special guest DJ Robin Iwata. <laughs>
some honey down my back, lay down on a hill of ants, anything and everything I could do for you. Today, for a love so pure, there is no cure.
and you're still listening to CITR FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and Anardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, with special guest DJ Rowena Jorge Stonefield. And Rowena, has it always been this rushed on CITR? We are playing the real 45s, and I yeah. screwed up by playing a 45 at 33. Which made it even faster. Or actually, well, I should have played, the, <laughs> yeah, baboom, right off the top. But what did we hear? What did we just hear? What did we just hear? What was that? The parkades. The parkades, the parkades, of course. From Calgary. Yes. Featuring Andy. Andrew and Ian from CJSW, the college radio station there. Hooray! <laughs> and I love their t-shirt. They gave me an amazing t-shirt, a Parkades t-shirt, oh, really? which I wore over and over and over again. It was amazing. I How loved the I t-shirt. Miss that? I loved it. I loved it. Thank you, Ian! <laughs> the Parkades from Calgary, CanCon. And before that? Subsonics. I'm looking over my shoulder. Seven inch vinyl. Yay! From Atlanta. Yes. Clay and Buffy. Buffy. Awesome. The awesomest Buffy. Yay. Now, were the smugglers a discoverer? Did they discover the subsonics? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Boom. You might know better than I do. I'm, I'm sorry. not sure. How did you discover the subsonics? Do you remember? I don't remember how he discovered it. Actually, it probably was Grant, Grant Lawrence, because, you know, he's kind of a wizard of digging up the awesome, awesome, awesome bands from far fetched places well actually i guess atlanta isn't really far-fetched right it's <laughs> nowadays but it did seem like far away back then from vancouver british yes, columbia canada to atlanta it's a long yeah, way yes and On before foot. that we heard what did we hear <gasps> the crabs the crabs um with their song anything and everything off of their seven inch record with sarah from Catalaca. that's true <laughs> The crabs. And John. And they also had a keyboard, a keyboard, an organ. I don't remember that. Well, there was an organ in oh, okay. Cadillac. <laughs> Farfisa. Where the crabs? And before that. Oh, you that, love the Farfisa. I do. And before that, we heard the Delightful Little Nothings by. With Paul Curran. With, with Paul Curran, well, yeah. Who because is you Paul never, Curran? Paul Curran was a dear friend of ours that we met through the Ne'er Do Wells on our tour. And, um, he actually played with the Ne'er-Do-Wells for a while, but he was also in Go Sailor with Rose Melberg. And he was also in uh, some other bands too, Shotwell Coho. And I just remember one of the first times Cub played in San Francisco, we got to stay at his house. And that was awesome because he had all kinds of cool stuff. And we stayed up, stayed up all night just like geeking out about Sanrio and Sanex characters. It was super, super fun. Then we went for a burrito. And he also was in incredible bands like Crimshire. Crimshire. Yes, that's <laughs> Like some punk bands and Maxim Rock and Roll, too. Correct. Shout out to Paul. Yay, Paul. And we began with his band, The Delightful Little Nothings. And again, these are records that you would have played on your show, Robin, on CITR. I actually, I think I got that record directly from Paul. So And it's, it's so it's rare, it's line. not on YouTube. Yeah, it's rare. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You also in the band Cub, and you did many gigs with Cub. That's where I met Paul, yes, right? Yes. Did you meet Paul at Answer Club? Did I? I don't know if he was actually in the band at that time. Ooh, 
digging in the rat brain now, trying to dig up the memory. No, maybe Paul can contact us and let us know. <laughs> but you did quite a few gigs at interesting locations all around Vancouver, including this gig right here at the Hastings Community Center. Right, Girl Vancouver and CITR Radio presents Hussey from Bellingham, Cub Mint recording artists. Satan sucks, but you're the best. Holy smokes, you passed the test. And Tickle Trunk, Shindig semi-finalist. And Laurel Winters, a phenomenal poet from Portland. This wound is still trying to carry me and hold me tight. I can only be a doctor so long, filling my needle with icing morphine, throwing my vices out the window. Never thought fear could fly. And then again, I never thought... I would appreciate a scar so much. And 10 Days Late, which used to be Playhouse. Before the gig starts, we're going to have a huge, gigantic clothes swap. So bring clothes you don't want and exchange them for clothes you do want. And the leftovers will be given to Vancouver's women's shelters. Um, the gig is $6, and it's at Hastings Community Centre across from the Peony. So come on out and support your local girl scene and find out what Riot Girl is really about. That's November 20th, Hastings Community Center, Hussey Cub Tickle Trunk, 10 Days Late, and Laurel Winter, the poet. That's presented by Riot Girl Vancouver and CITR Radio 101.9 FM. And you're listening still, hopefully, still, you're listening still, hopefully, <laughs> to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, Riot Girl Vancouver, Coral Short. Do you remember that gig? She I, that. Yes, I actually do remember that gig. Um... Yeah, and I think you can actually see footage of it on YouTube. But you don't remember crazy. the clothes swap. I don't remember the clothes swap, but maybe that was when we were busy selling our own merchandise and, and hobnobbing with all the people there. It was really super fun. You did a lot of gigs, like a lot, a lot of gigs. In fact, you also did another gig in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, right here. And this, again, is the rock and roll band known as... Oh, Cub! <laughs> Featuring... Me? Yeah, Robin Awana, <laughs> live on the Nardwar Human Survey Radio Show. CITR invites you to join in the March Madness on Saturday the 19th at the Town Pump. Local heroes Cub, Pluto, and the Evaporators will be playing the Daffodils on the 19th of March. Only two days before the spring equinox. Welcome the new season in with these three super bands. You played sock hops, armories, and legions with such zest. Come on, guy. You know the squires were the best. Remember, Southern BC is the only place in Canada where spring really starts in March. So show your true love for these three fab Vancouver bands. Be there or suffer the torments of eternal winter. The Town Pump, March 19th. It's another I Love Crocuses CITR presentation. Do you remember that gig at all? 
No. <laughs> I remember that gig. I played that gig because I remember it was supposed to be eight bucks at the door. Yeah. But in fact, they charged $10 at the door. So Lisa, the bassist, the bassist of Cub, made the promoter give everybody back two bucks. Oh, wow. I don't remember that. This is, you're, you're putting me in a tough spot, Nard. Pluto, the evaporator is in Cub at the memory. town pump. But I thought that was amazing. Like Lisa actually got the promoter to give everybody two bucks yeah. because she said eight bucks at the door. It's <laughs> got to be eight bucks at the door. Is that the most you played for? You know, it was $10 a you lot. Mean ticket back- price? Yeah, it was $10 a that lot was back then. That was a lot then. of money back then. Yeah, it was for for indie indie pop show. Sure. Hell yeah. And it was great getting the two bucks back from Lisa Marr. Because two bucks back then was a lot of money too. <laughs> but it continued on. It oh, continued. Nard. Oh, it continued. Oh. Yes, it continued on. In fact, it was really crunchy. It was crunchy. Cobb did a lot of crunchy gigs. You did a lot of crunchy what gigs. Crunchy is the ice crystals. Saturday, September 30th, at the Starfish Ring. CITR presents Crunchy as the Ice Crystals Ring. Pub. Saturday, September 30th, at the Starfish Ring. CITR presents Crunchy as the Ice Crystals Ring. Pub. Saturday, September 30th, at the Starfish Ring. CITR presents Crunchy as the Ice Crystals Ring. Pub. Saturday, September 30th, at the Starfish Ring. CITR presents Crunchy as the Ice Crystals Ring. Pub. Saturday, September 30th, at the Starfish Ring. CITR presents Crunchy as the Ice Crystals Ring. Pub. Saturday, September 30th, at the Starfish Ring. CITR presents Crunchy as the Ice Crystals Ring. Pub. Saturday, September 30th, at the Starfish Ring. CITR presents Crunchy as the Ice Crystals Ring. Pub. Saturday, September 30th, at the Starfish Ring. CITR presents Crunchy as the Ice Crystals Ring. Saturday, September 30th, at the Starfish Ring. Doing a very good job. Thank you very much. September 30th at the Starfish Ring. Crunchy. Crunchy. What what does that crunchy have to do with any of that? I still don't know. <laughs> Pansy Division. Dustin. Yeah. yeah, but crunchy. Crunchy. But the end of no. that announcement, what was going on? Because Lisa said you're doing a very good job. And like it looked to be her phoning into somebody. Yeah. Do I you think, remember that? I think she phoned in on a radio show, not CITR though. And somebody was playing Baboon, and you were listening to 101.9 CITR. But you know what's funny about that show is that was the show that I met Dustin, who I would go on to be an I'm Spoon Vendor with, and also who is my partner in our deep Sahara research that we're doing um, called The Source in the Sahara. So there you go. That's the beginning of it all right there. Crunchy! (laughs) So crunchy. I wonder if he knows what crunchy is. And in Egypt, in the Sahara, it's crunchy. I was curious, though. Cub covers, like they might be giants, covered you guys. Correct. Do you remember many covers? Like there was a DJ playing your song. Were a lot of people into covering you guys? There was a DJ. Well, the DJ was playing your song and Lisa was phoning in. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it seemed like everybody seemed to like to play Cub songs on ukulele. And Lisa actually would come to have her own performance on ukulele sing-along. But they're just, you know, very basic and simple songs to to learn and play and fun. So, yeah. You had rabid fans. Like in Minneapolis, you had some boys throw their underwear at you. Do you remember that? 
Well, it didn't come anywhere near me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Boom. No, we had people, there, we had a guy moon us once. I don't know if that was complimentary or, you know, as a gift. Um, How did you know he mooned you? Well, I missed it, unfortunately. I think it was in Albany, New York. And I, maybe it wasn't actually a gift. It was more like an insult. <laughs> uh, but Lisa dealt with it as she usually does in fine form with her stage banter. Yeah. Oh, what about people giving you stuff like underwear thrown? Like we stuff didn't get thrown. underwear very often. We got a lot of homemade baked goods, which was great, like cookies and cupcakes and things like that. Um, some arts and crafts items, some drawings. It was really great. When you threw stuff out to the audience, you threw out to the audience, did they ever throw back at you? No, no, because who's going to throw candy back? Who's going to refuse a, <laughs> like some bubble gum? Nobody. <laughs> who's going to refuse some neat little stickers? Nobody. So, you know, nothing came back. Did the mooning incident happen at your own gig or when you were yeah, backing no, somebody no, up? Yeah, no, no, no. We were, well, I think we were playing with the Smugglers. I think it might have been on that tour, with our first tour, um, playing in Albany at Bogies. Right now? Yes. We are going to play... A record, a CD <laughs> that you are pictured on. What is going on here? We, Cub, went down to Olympia to play or, or to record a session with Pat Malley of Yo Yo Recordings and in his studio down there. And uh, he snapped a shot of me playing, sitting down on the floor, which kind of was all that I could manage at that point. And it became like the artwork for that compilation called Julep. And that was one of your early releases, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, but it was great to be on a compilation with all those other awesome bands like Crevice. In fact, we're going to play some Crevice right Thank now. Thank you. Could you describe Crevice to people that don't know who Crevice were? I, awesome from Vancouver. Gang from Vancouver. of women, yes, that, that just kicked, kicked so much butt. They were great. And, you know, yeah. What more can you say? From Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and quite a few guitars. That's what I would that's say. True, that's true. Like how true. many guitars in crevice? Don't know. I could. I, you lose count. You know, it's just like the wall of sound. It's awesome. Here is crevice with special guest DJ Robin Oada on C I T R. <laughs> Woo.
Water. We are listening to a whole bunch of songs, and you expressly wanted me to play some Blaise Pascal, didn't you? You yes, expressly. We, well, yeah, because we were just talking about Nicholas Bragg. And, and on this record, yeah, there are two songs, aren't there? Two songs. There's four. two bands. Oh, there's well, there's a double seven-inch set called Booby Trap, and we have Saturnine, Star Bean, The Ladybug Transistor, and. Blaise Pascal. Now, on Blaise Pascal's side, yep. how many bands are on that side? On the, that side? Yeah, because it looks to me that there are two bands on that side. On that record? Yeah, on that side. Oh, what? <laughs> I'm confused. You've got me so confused now. Uh, we're, we're getting down to the wire here, Nard. I guess the problem is looking at this record. Yeah. I thought there were two songs oh. on the side, but you were saying there was only one yeah, song there on there. Correct. And that was the problem. I was trying to cue up the oh. other band. So, meanwhile, why don't you talk about that seven inch while I cue it up? Because I was trying to, I thought there were two songs okay, on that side. Cue up the song, and I'll talk about this seven inch because it's really, really cool. It's back when they used to make seven, oh, maybe they still do now um but double seven inch sets that were in cardboard sleeves gatefold sleeves that um were like the 12 inch lp 
folders. Does anybody remember that? <laughs> um, but yeah, it was two seven inches, one song per side, per band, and it was on derivative label, the new wave of pop, they called it, um, which is great. So yeah, Nard, are you back with us now? Here we go. Some Blaze Pascal with special guest DJ, Robin Iwata. Blaze Pascal from Vancouver. <laughs> right, Robin? Yes, correct. When the fleet's at sea in the homes they sleep well, they sleep so safely. So they've been shielded and withdrawn. Yeah, they join in a departing song. Cause when I send it out, I send it in daylight.
And you're still listening to CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nerdwater Human Serviette Radio Show with special guest DJ... Robin Owada. And Robin, what did we just hear? Some Blaise Pascal from Vancouver, right? Yes, correct. But from the very start of that set, unfortunately, Crevice would not work on our It skipped, player. but yes. people can access some Crevice. It was like crevice. a remix of Crevice. It was great. People can access it on yeah, YouTube. And they were one of the first Sub Pop releases. It was Mechanormal yes. and Crevice had a split seven inch on Sub Pop. Yeah. And in case anybody really wants to hear that song properly, the song's called Cakewalk and it was from the Julep compilation. Then after that, we had Huffy, Anything Goes from their seven inch. And they're from Vermont. Um, and, of course, after that was Spark Marker from Vancouver was Speaking of Heroes. And Kim put on amazing gigs, the Guest Quest the Co-op. The best show. At the Arcadian Hall. It was like Rocket from the Crypt, Seaweed, Spark Marker, all at Arcadian Hall, which is burnt down now. What? It burned down. Oh, no. I didn't know about and that. And he's also in the band the Skin Jobs. That is his band nowadays. He Correct. went into the band Skin Jobs. But from Vancouver, Spark Marker. <laughs> Shout out to Kim. Yep. And also, you mentioned Seaweed. And the next song that we heard after that was Spook and the Zombies, which just happens to be the earlier alter ego kind of band of Aaron Stoffer of Seaweed. And one of the first tours of your band, Cal. The very first cross-Canada tour, yes, with the Smugglers, the Hanson Brothers, and Seaweed. It was great. And we also heard in there some Melody Dog, didn't yes. we? Yes, that was Katrina. Who was, what order was that, just in case people are wondering? That was the last song before Blaise Pascal. So that was uh, Katrina from the Pastels. It was her side project band. And um, it's funny because I was looking at the 7-inch on the back, and, uh, and it has a picture of her sitting on the floor playing her guitar. And I kind of think that was from maybe 91. So it kinda, maybe that was what planted the seed of, like, for me, hey, that's something I can do. Yay! And you again are Robin Awada from the band Cub, Correct. who played many gigs in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, including this gig right here. Hey, I'm bored. We could go see Pluto, Coyote, Cub, Rebecca West, and the Abreds. You're smart enough to be bored? Hey! We could go see Pluto, Coyote, Cub, Rebecca West, and the Abreds. <laughs> Go see Pluto at the Gastown Music Hall. And Cub on May 13th at the Gastown Music Hall. And Coyote and Rebecca West and the Imprint May 13th at the Gastown Music Hall. I am not in this for financial gain. Do you remember that gig, Robin Awada? I sure do. What yeah, happened? Well I, don't, well, I don't know specifics like that. The uh, Gastown Music Hall was the Savoy, right? Yes, it was. It was upstairs. And um, was that the one where we catered? Or we made food and stuff? Was, it might have been a Music West gig. Okay. The Mint had a showcase night. Yeah, and I remember that Cub dressed up as cocktail hostesses, like in, like... 50s-style dresses. It was very fancy. And my roommate at the time, Gavin Brown, who was also an, a CITR DJ for Jiggle and In Through the Out Club, Out, out Crowd, um, we actually catered the show and we made like a big jello mold and noodles and all kinds of stuff. It was super fun. All eaten up? All eaten up completely by all the bands. <laughs> People love food. Of course. 
We love food. Well, when I say the word we, I love food. Yeah. Possibly you might be back next week. Where we can get possibly, go for eats. Yeah. Possibly. In other words, you brought out a big bag, Robin, yes, of seven and inches. Barely, barely scraped the surface of it. So, yeah. so you might be back. If not, you'll give me specific instructions <laughs> to play because you have a whole bunch. We are really playing seven we inches, are, aren't we? We are. We and we really play CDs. You crackle heard and skip. crunchy. You're That's what the crunchy, crunchy is. Crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we're going to sign off with what? What is going to happen it's right now? It's a CD. A CD. That's not crunchy. Well, well, I guess it could be. But what are we going to hear? We're going to hear Magic 8-Ball by Cub. But this was a different record for Cub, wasn't it? It was our third and final album, and it was a little bit different. Um, it was a little more varied, um, and it was on Mint Records and Lookout Records in the States. Why should people care about Robin and and Cub. Why should well, people I care? You should care about me in particular, but everybody should care about everybody else and be nice and kind. And why should know. people care about the bag of seven inches? <laughs> because vinyl is, is, is this amazing thing that, you know, it's kind of like it's fragile. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Robin. Anything you want to add to the people out there at all? No, I would like to add thank you, Nardwarfs, for years and years of awesomeness. Well, thank you again for all the music you have supplied. Hopefully, touch wood, see you next week. And do 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 Or maybe not. We'll just stick around here while the technology um, does not cooperate um, with it. Again, let's do, a, let's do a proper intro for that song. <laughs> uh, again, this is okay. Magic 8 Ball by Cub. Do 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 do.